0: This is the best of the Adam Gold Show podcast brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Camelot. Camelot. It's only a model. And there is something deliciously ironic about today's roundtable. We bring in Jeremy Green from ESPN Asheville at ESPN Draft Nerd. <laughs> uh he joins us and we are still actively seeking uh the uh the other side of this debate. Not it's not <laughs> a debate. Page. The other side of this conversation. Uh Jeremy, uh we want we it's just delicious deliciously ironic maybe to the three of us. Uh what well, makes it, me feel
1: better cuz <laughs> I was frozen out but, last see, week.
0: I wasn't going to say anything. I wasn't gonna say. I'll throw myself under the bus. (laughs) I felt so bad about this for a week that it is. Dude, don't don't ever don't ever sweat that. Uh, All right, let's uh, let's get to it. We'll uh, we'll bring in our uh, our our other combatant here uh, in a moment. Let's let's start with the new hire, Uh, and we'll start with the second hire, Dave Canales. You are a guy who uh, fancies himself a deep in the weeds NFL guy. Uh, thoughts on Carolina's new head coach.
1: I've had a weird theory on, on how Tepper did this search. So obviously with him having the drink issue and the firing, the coaches, <laughs> this was a bit of a diminished asset. So it probably was not the most attractive job. So I said that You're going I thought, out in a limb there, aren't you? <laughs> uh, very much so. I thought Tepper was just casting a, a wide net right. of, I'm going to search for the GM, I'm going to search for the coach, and whoever blows me away, that's who I'm going to hire and I'll contour everything else to it. Right. I feel like since they hired Dan Morgan first, people feel like they hired Dan and Dan decided to hire Dave Canales. What if it's the other way around? What if he got Canales in the room, went, that's the guy I'm just blown away by, and they asked him, what's your thoughts on GM? And they paired those two together that way. I think Canales is a phenomenal hire. If you look at what he's done with quarterbacks, that's mm-hmm. the biggest part of this job. He has right. to fix Bryce Young because the team is so committed to it. And he's done it everywhere with much less talented players. Geno Smith, Russell Wilson, and Baker Mayfield. Wait, wait.
0: Russell Wilson is less talented? Than Bryce Young? Yeah.
1: I love Bryce Young. I'm probably oh, not I do too. when it comes to Bryce Young.
0: I do, I, do, I do, too. I don't know that he's less talented than I don't think Russell. Is I, I, he
1: also drives me crazy. The let's ride thing drives me oh, nuts. Of course. And Russell I, Wilson
0: I, I, is a walking cliche.
1: Yes. He's a, he's an after school special in a uniform, and it drives me crazy. <laughs>
0: uh, uh, but uh, yeah, I think he's uh, I think he's incredibly talented. He just might be done. I mean, I, we have to come to the uh, to you know the possibility that he might just be done. We found the other. Unlike last week, we found the other guy. Uh, just uh, throwing it back at you, Jeremy. Uh, here he is. Travis, wrong with that. Travis Hancock, yeah. Mac, Mac and Bone, in the morning on WFNZ. I just talked to you a couple of days ago. Hey, uh, Real quick, a little behind-the-scenes stuff, is that I texted Travis to see if he could come on earlier today. and He told me that. And he said, no, I'm coming on at 2.15. And apparently uh, I was wrong. He's Surprise! coming on at, at 2.19 <laughs> today. I've never
2: felt more respected in my whole entire life than being asked <laughs> to come on a show I've been booked on for 24 hours to where the host had no idea... Who was on the it. does no, find? Well, I I'm supposed
0: about... to be surprised. That's all. That's part of the yeah. part of the deal okay. is that most of the time I don't know. I thought about. Do you
2: know what? What if I just came on at twelve fifteen and then popped back up? It. What if I just did a complete takeover for one Friday afternoon? That
0: would have been hysterical. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> seriously, I would have laughed the entire segment.
2: <laughs> I, and hey, honestly, Fred, sorry I'm late. I'm obviously wide awake and not napping at all right now. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> Uh, all right. Thoughts on Dave Canales. Uh, I, I like it. I, I mean, you know, I'm not going to say it's a great hire because I've said that previously. And yet, I don't know if you guys are aware, has not worked out too well in the scheme of everything. And as I tweeted today, this is the first Panther hire I've liked since uh, 2023 with Frank Wright. No, no it's. Uh, I think it makes a lot of sense. I don't think Ben Johnson was ever really a realistic option no. because I don't think he wanted to work for Tepper Washington. Right. All of a sudden, it looks like it's got a little bit of juice with the, the cap space, the draft pick, no Snyder. You know, I, I, I didn't think Ben Johnson was realistic. It didn't feel like Tepper was really too en- enamored with the bigger names, which I think is actually a sign of growth, right? We've seen before no. the, shiniest, the, si- <laughs> the shiniest object. I don't Pepper think it's a sign
0: on. of growth at all. I think it's a sign that... He knew that he would have to uh, give up control.
2: Yeah, I also say. Well, the, the growth part for me is this: I, I think that Canales is not an obvious guy. He's not interviewing in multiple places. It's right. not a guy. It, it's he had to be talked into this to some degree, whether it's Dan Morgan or whoever. He had to be kind of sold on Canales. It wasn't an obvious name as some other ones out there. So the fact that that Tepper it appears. Uh, listen to people around him on this one. You know, now he's got to leave the poor guy alone for a while. That's the that's the next part of this whole issue here. Uh,
0: he he, I think he was convinced by a six-year contract. <laughs> so if I have if I have my math correct, in the last three hires, it's nineteen years of guaranteed coaches' money, right? Seven. Uh, yeah, and not uh, yeah. Jeremy will like this one. A listener
2: today thought. That Tepper may have signed him for a six-day contract. We had to explain, no, no, no. it's a six, the six-year contract. We expect him to be there by the time the season begins.
0: We hope, we hope. Yeah. Uh, and the, so, the, all the the joke on uh, Twitter was he'll coach six weeks. Uh, forget <laughs> about six years. Six yeah. years for Canales. Six uh, years for Reich. Seven years for Matt Rule. We're in near five of this whole uh, of this whole scenario. The wage bill. For uh, the, co- the head coaching spot for the Carolina Panthers is massive. Look, I, I think I think Canalis is a good hire. We don't. The truth is that it doesn't matter who you hired. the The answer is always going to be up in the air. We don't know if it's going to work, uh, and it gets me to the next point. The only way it works is if the personnel of the team gets better. So I'll go back to you, Travis. Dan Morgan, we know he was a great player for the Panthers. Uh we know he's got a lot longer history than just the last 2 plus years in uh player yeah. procurement with Carolina. Uh but is Dan was Dan Morgan the right hire or was he the only guy who would accept the gig? Uh this is a tough one. This this was a tough
2: spot for both Mac and I during the week to talk about, because every once in a while on Sports Talk Radio, I'm sure you guys have been through this before, too. Dan Morgan's a friend. Uh, we've okay. Known yeah. Dan Morgan, we've known Dan Morgan a long time. was a regular on our show when he was done playing to do some analyst work before he got back into the uh, mm-hmm. the personnel side. So and, and he's still, he will reach out to me still now and say happy birthday and, like, Merry Christmas and stuff. It doesn't seem like a big deal, but when you think about, like, a guy – it's got all that going on that that's a, that's a good dude man that's a top of the line person right. that I can't say enough about but at the same time that the big concern that I think all of us kind of have is whatever was going on in that front office whether it's Fitterer, Morgan the scouting nothing was working so instead of clearing it all out you know they 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 retained Morgan in house and that leads to a lot of trepidation of okay what Morgan had to be involved in in some of the stuff so, what, and none of it really worked. If you look at the Lions, the Niners, the Ravens, and you look at the amount of hits they have past the first round for depth, yeah. it's, it's out of this world, and we have none of that. And it's hard to just absolve Dan Morgan from any blame. Like he didn't, he had to like some of these guys. Mm-hmm. So, that's the big concern. I did talk to a source this week that uh, knows the Panthers well and, and, and no longer with the Panthers, but knows the inner workings. That Federer did get pushed around a lot by the coaches to make certain moves. And that was plus so Federer even wasn't sure about some of the stuff. But Matt Rule got his way. Uh even Frank Wright got and his staff got their way on some picks, which was weird. So I don't think Dan Morgan's gonna be pushed around, but I, I felt more comfortable, believe it or not, with Canalis because it's fresh, it's new, really than I did with Dan Morgan, because I don't know what else he was involved in in that front
0: office. Jeremy Green from ESPN Asheville is with us here as well. Um, your thoughts on Morgan? To me, the fact that they worked together in Seattle is a plus. Uh, but how do you separate Morgan from the last two-plus years?
1: Well, I, I'm, I'm glad Travis said that the way he did because I like Dan as well. I, I don't know him that well. Uh, we've crossed. He doesn't know when your times. birthday is. Uh, no, he has never wished me Merry
2: Christmas ha- uh, happy birthday or happy Fourth of July. Um, I actually told him I do was, so, then he- I him was, so then he I told him what my birthday was so then he could tell me happy birthday. that's what I
0: <laughs> 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 I text him uh it's my birthday. <laughs> And that's when he wishes me happy birthday. It's a perfect system. Yeah,
2: can you come to my birthday party, Jeremy? Then days later, I can't make it. Happy birthday! Oh my God, he's happy. Yeah, that's how I did it.
0: Uh, perfect.
1: Well, oh, I have invited him to my birthday party. He's yet to text me back. Uh, I'm going full circle on Dan Morgan because I didn't. I didn't like to hire it first because right. I thought it was my fear was that it was Cam Newton 2.0. Of the fan base is is in a riot. I'm going to hearken back to the days of old because Dan was the, linebacker, was the linebacker in the glory days. And then I started hearing the Canales thing, and it made it make way more sense because my fear with Morgan was exactly what Travis just said about Scott Fitterer. I'd heard the same thing, that he got pushed around in the front office. Some of these decisions weren't necessarily his. And if you look at the track record in the draft, it makes it make sense that you had two completely different coaching staffs that were – they wanted different things. That's why Fitterer's draft record was so hard to figure out because there was no real consistency to it. And I was afraid you were going to get an arranged marriage <laughs> where it was going to be Dan Morgan with a Raheem Morris right. or one of these guys that he had no affiliation with. And that's where I think pepper has, has messed this up the first two times you've got guys shopping for the groceries that don't know the cook. And I look at this and go, all right, this has a chance to work. And, I'll actually, I'm going to the senior bowl next week. I will see two of the guys that interviewed for this job that I know pretty well. And I'm curious about that narrative of would anybody else have taken it? I struggle to believe that, but I've heard it a lot.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, in terms of, uh, I, I thought that the head coaching job was way more attractive than the general manager job. That's the way I looked at it. Um, I don't, I wonder how many people were truly interested in the player personnel community, uh, and Dan Morgan i mean he's he's a legend here as a player and it was it was easier for him to take uh but man they got a, he's got a huge job ahead of him simply to uh to restructure the roster i think the i think it's it's a major reconstruction uh and not just well they have to add this and add this i think they got to tear it down and build it back up uh all right let's let's get to the two games that we've got coming up on Sunday, all right, Jeremy, San Francisco, Detroit, 49ers, seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, Who you got and why?
1: Uh, I'll take Detroit plus the seven-and-a-half because I think that number is absolutely insane. All right. And I I don't love Jared Goff outside either. If you look at his splits, he's way better in a dome. I just look at Detroit, and this team has absolutely nothing to lose. You've got a coordinator that you openly know is already the coach of the Commanders. <laughs> yeah, they can't say it, but we've all known it for two weeks, right? And so this kind of feels like it's the 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 band is possibly going to fall apart. I said this earlier today that this could be the window for the Lions. Ben Johnson has a lot of control over that offense, and the offense is what's stirring the drink. Aaron Glenn's getting some love because they're not allowing touchdowns. They're getting slaughtered between the twenties. And that's my question in this game is I know San Francisco is going to get in the red zone. I don't know what you are going to see out of Debo Samuel. I think he's seventy five percent at best. 0013
2: or text adam to 600 adam gold is a paid spokesman investment advisory services offered by capital financial advisory group a north carolina registered investment advisor
1: and if he's if he's worse off than that and he's really just a decoy on the field
2: i kind of like detroit to
1: win this game oh by san francisco as much as everybody else does
0: Ooh, all right uh i love san francisco uh travis who you got I I like what he said there about
2: the seven and a half, especially when it went up to seven and a half, because I think this game might play out like last week's Niners Packers game. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a field goal. I think it's going to be that close quietly. The Niners are not as dominant as maybe their talent suggests, right? They, they win a lot, but it's not, it's not really in dominant fashion per se. I think the Niners, I think it's their time in the NFC still. I think they figure out a way to win but yeah, I think it's uh, I don't I can't see a Dan Campbell led team to what Jeremy said in this last stand of at least Ben Johnson uh, rolling over. I think they're going to fight. They're going to be hard to put away. I think the Niners do eventually. But man, I think this is going to be right down to the end. Niners win by a by a field goal.
0: Uh, I think the Niners win and they cover. All right, Baltimore, Kansas City, Travis. I'm starting to develop
2: a rule, and I know that every once in a while he can come back and bite you uh, bite you in the tuchus, And It's the same rule I have for Nick Saban where we debate games. I say, hey, I'm just going Saban, and then we'll go from there. Right. Uh, with Pat Mahomes, I'm, I'm not doubting that dude anymore. Last <laughs> week, I picked him to beat Buffalo last week because I thought, you know what, how many times do we see Tom Brady have to go to Pittsburgh? He went to San Diego once. He went to Denver. We said, oh, they're on the road. The great ones don't matter where they're playing, especially at that level like Mahomes and the Brady's of the world. And I knew they'd embrace the challenge of Buffalo last week, but Baltimore's defense is much healthier. It's a massive challenge, but I think the chiefs right now almost enjoy like, Hey, we're on the road. We're being doubted by the point spread again. I think that the other part of this game that looms large is the big game confidence that the chiefs have. They don't wilt in these moments. They've been there. They've Mm -hmm. done that. They're champions. Baltimore, for as talented as they are, in the back of their minds, they know that they have that in this regime lately. Hey, they don't always finish the deal. I think Kansas City figures out a way to finish it. And I I think, again, I think it's close, but I think Kansas City wins this game probably by a field goal also.
0: Did, uh, Jeremy, did Baltimore do anything to rid those doubts by beating Houston?
2: Uh,
1: Houston didn't mean a ton to me. That felt like a buzzsaw where you've got a really young team that's going into really loud Baltimore. Baltimore needs the win because that's been the big knock on Lamar right. Jackson. The fact that they've been blowing out good teams and they got nine wins of fourteen or more yeah that's that's unheard of. I do have a rule, though. I don't give Andy Reid or Pat Mahomes more than a field goal. So, in terms of the line, I will happily take Kansas City plus three and a half or four, wherever it's sitting. Who wins? I, I just feel like Baltimore's the best team in the league. I, I And I thought that for quite some time. Uh, I actually, you, you gave me our first viral video with win loss record is uh, not a quarterback stat. Right. I, I've yet to thank you for that. <laughs> you also gave me a near death experience. Huh. When I heard you say the AFC was awful and I was driving in my car, I did something I yeah. never do, which is try to send a text message and I almost got sideswiped by an 18 wheeler and I Ouch. forgot to send you the message. Because uh, I threw my phone down and went. That's why I don't do that exactly. And I forgot to respond. Uh, the AFC is not awful. The AFC it, it, is
0: it, so deep. Wow. It was then. It looked like it then. When I, whenever I said it, because I'm never wrong. Uh, by the way, just uh-huh. Justin Tucker wins the game with a 57 yard field goal. Oof! I had made that up. Um, all right. Final thing
2: for I, I, I do have some money on the uh, the over unders for field goals for. For each one, Tucker is at one and a half and Butker's is also at one and a half Ooh. yeah I, each of those guys is hitting two field goals and I, I, they're not gonna miss him those that would well, to me that's an easy one right there especially the way the game's gonna play out
0: that is uh that's free money that's what we call that um uh yeah and I have I have uh Kansas City to cover Baltimore to win the game uh all right final thing and j- I just need a one word uh one word answer from maybe two words answer from both of you uh Travis uh Jürgen Klopp's successor at Liverpool next year. Huh? Yeah. Uh Jeremy, Jürgen Klopp's successor at Liverpool next year.
1: I understood some of those words to be English, but I missed the noun and I'm not sure what
0: Cannot means. believe the the best manager not named Pep Guardiola on planet earth. And I can't get something out of either of you. That's fine.
1: Hey, you're, it's uh, senior wow. ball week. What's At this thing? point, if it's not football, I it
0: is football. It's actually football played with the feet.
2: Hey, no, I'm good I got a hey man, I got a Hornets pregame show tonight against the Rockets. I'm focusing on right now. All
0: right, I, I thank both of you for coming on, Travis Hancock <laughs> and Jeremy Green, Travis Hancock from WFNZ in Charlotte. You're getting flopped. Not flop, clop. Hey, they're still oh, okay. they're going for a quad this year. They're they're still alive in all four competitions. So, you guys be be nice.
2: Don't feel don't feel bad, guys. I'm in that same boat too. Be
0: nice. All <laughs> right, gentlemen. I little. understand Victoria. I understand Victoria's UFC tweets better than that. that yes, guy. I figured. I knew I would get both of you with that. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. I'll talk to you very soon. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Come on. It's Jergen Klopp. Are you
1: ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the triangle dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's
2: jimallen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate.